This is Tales from the Pros, where business leaders and influencers share their stories of inspiration, struggles, and successes. And I'm your host, Michael Giorgio. Hey everyone, welcome to Tales from the Pros. This is Michael Giorgio, your host and co-founder of Imagine Ovation. My wonderful guest with me here today is the founder and CEO of I1 Organics, a thriving health and wellness company that makes bold flavor-infused snacks made from plant-based protein. And I1's snacks can be found in over 5,000 stores nationwide, including the Kroger's, Sprouts, Whole Foods, Amazons, and many more. And he is also a foodie and cereal entrepreneur in the fitness and nutrition space and providing inspirational and insightful value through his personal branding and company. And I'm sure those of you on LinkedIn will see his story and just see all the great things that this man is achieving. And I'm blessed to have him here today. Please welcome Mark Samuel. Mark, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, you know, Mark, as I told you before, you know, this is a, a business storytelling podcast. So really just want to dive into it and really get to know you, you know, even on a, on a personal level and of course a business level and just talk about how you got to where you are today with I1. And you can even start just before you, you know, you started the company. What, what was it like? It was just, I mean, obviously it came from an idea, but what, what happened? What inspired you to, to, to do this? Uh, the last couple of ventures I've been in have been in health and wellness. Uh, I'm a lifelong fitness enthusiast. So um, I wanted to get into food and beverage. I didn't know when the timing was going to be. And uh, in 2015, I had an idea as far as a organic legume-based food company of some sorts. I, I thought there was a, a void in the savory protein snack category. And I just kind of started making some phone calls as far as what it would be like to put a, a protein chip at that time, put a protein chip together. And that's really how it got started. That's awesome. And how many years has it been? Has it been now? It's been what, well over four or five years. Yeah, we, we, we basically started in the middle of 16 as far as sales. I would say 18 was our coming out party because we transitioned from our original product into what we have now, which are extruded snacks like our puffs and our sticks. Nice. And what's pretty cool is uh, I've actually ordered some of those on Amazon. I remember I, I taste the, um, the cheese puffs. They're really good. Um, and I was thinking, I said, before I, I asked you to be on the show, I was like, wait a minute. First of all, I've, I've connected with you on LinkedIn. I've see, I see all your content. I love it. Uh, and then I was like, wait a minute. I've heard of this. <laughs> I went back to Amazon. I'm like, oh yeah, I've ordered this a few times. This is cool. And um, I really love it. I, I love, you know, having those, you know, that the protein puffs and even the cereals and all that. Some of them are not good. Yours are very good. So I know that you're always, I mean, just knowing I'm, I, can, I can sure, I'm sure with your work ethic and your passion in the market and the industry, you're always trying to improve things and just provide the utmost value to everyone, right? Seems like yeah. you're kind of, that's what it's about. So. Yeah, you, you, what, you what you learn early is, uh, is that you need to have a good tasting product. Uh, it, it's, it's funny, there's, there's a lot of, of food out there that, um, you know, I wouldn't eat and I question, I don't I'd never understand how is it that, that people are buying this. And I'm sure people have had that storyline before for themselves. Um, it is what it is. I just wouldn't feel comfortable growing a brand, one that we're super passionate about, not knowing that they taste amazing, right? Um, and it can't just be your own opinion. You got to just ask, you know, at, at that point, hundreds and thousands of people, what is, what is the overall 
um, feedback. And so uh, taste is uh, the king and queen of this industry, in my opinion. And, <clears throat> and how did you really, over just over the years, how were you able to scale the company? I mean, I know, I know scaling is hard. I mean, I've been through growing pains with my company and, and I know, you know, everyone else that's, uh, that's uh, building and growing theirs. There's always those growing pains and just the scalability of it is, is not easy. Um, dealing with people and employees, contractors, distributors, manufacturers, all of that. What's it been like for you and your experience with, with I1? I guess I, I came into this with experience. So it's helpful. Um, I, I've been doing my own thing now for, you know, coming up on 19 years. So okay. you, 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 you go through so many hurdles and you're constantly, you know, getting punched in the face. So with all that, with all of those losses, as I like to say, you are gaining assets uh, and they're valuable when it comes time to do things like this, like when we're having tipping points and we're scaling and we need production here and, and what does a vendor relationship look like? What do margin requirements look like? So you're, you're just amassing a bunch of knowledge um, through the years of, uh, of, you know, going through it. And so I would just say coming in with experience has been helpful, but again, food and beverage is its own animal and you're constantly learning day to day here too. Right. Right. I mean, for you, is it more, uh, is it a lot of, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's struggles on, on many fronts, of course, with any business, but is it, are there any challenges with, uh, you know, finding the right uh, distributor and, and finding the right manufacturer? I'm sure that, uh, or the right producer, whoever's making your, you know, your, uh, your, uh, your products. I'm sure that we, that can be challenging too, from what I heard from other people as well. We've, not been, we've been lucky. We, when we first started, we had one original one that was producing again, the product at that time. And okay. I knew, I knew early that they weren't going to be the right partner. I think that becomes um, a part of, of just experience and, and gut instinct that some people do have immediately you identify a problem and one that is fixable or is not, and you just got to do something about it. I think a lot of times people sit in something that is uncomfortable or is not working far too long. Uh, and that's kind of not my mode. So um, I, I moved quickly uh, and have been at the same relationship since as far as where we're producing our core products and now our newly launched cereal, same co-packer. Uh, and then of course, we do have a new innovation that we haven't announced yet that's gonna come later this summer where it is a brand new co-packer. So I had to vet it out. And again, you're going off a gut instinct at, at first and we'll see how this plays out. But um, from, from what I can see early, this is gonna be another good partnership. That's awesome, man. Very happy for you. That's, that's great. Always innovating, always improving. It's good. You got to do it. <laughs> it's, it's part Fine. of it. You can't, you can't, you can't plant, you can't plateau. It's, it's, it's sometimes when you're comfortable, you know, we get comfortable with, with just, you know, kind of just being stagnant, but that's when you have to worry, at least in my opinion, you know what I mean? You need to always continue to move up and improve and try to just innovate in, in the best ways that you can. In food and beverage, it's, it's, there are two sides to it. A lot of people, I mean, even the, the people I, I've had conversations with who have done really big things, um, they don't like the ideas of us going into other categories so early. And, I, you know, part of me agrees and some of the other side is just like, I'm going for it. I, I think there are two ways to build here. One is you have a core product with a few SKUs, which is amazing if you can do that, and you build your base there. You go and really try to win the category, try to be number one, two, three, um, and do that for a long time. I'm talking about years. 
you know, get to 10, $15 million. Um, the other route is you're kind of doing what you just said, which is you're innovating. You're constantly moving and trying to produce new ideas. Again, they need to be in the same breath of the brand, of the story, of what we're building here, which is, which is a health and wellness platform. And for us, I wanted to do the latter. And I, um, after this third innovation, I think we'll, we will slow down there and really dive, dive deep into what we have. Uh, but we, we are making some moves that's a little bit against the grain and I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I do have a question for you, Mark, just in terms of, you know, just rewinding just a little bit here is before you started this company, and I know you have a lot of experience, you've been doing this for a long time, I completely get it. And that does help. That gives you a good, good foundation to start new businesses. But essentially, just for the entrepreneurs that are listening, and even people out there that might be trying to create a, a uh, you know, some sort of tangible product brand, whatever it may be, where they have to handle, they have to, you know, uh, you know, try to onboard and hire manufacturers and, and distributors and, and contractors and all that good stuff. Uh, for you in this industry, did you feel there was a certain need? Was there was there something missing in the market where you thought I want to? I want to fill in that gap. Was it, did, did you do your market research before it just cause, or did you already know just from all of your experience that you're like, you know what, this is something I got to do. I want to do it and I can do it. This can be very successful. How, how did it kind of go about that way? I, I eat this way. So the, the simplest, simplest thing is I was trying to solve something for myself. There, there's plenty of stuff out there. Oftentimes there's the storyline, like I made this product because I couldn't find it. I always kind of chuckle at that one. Um, I know nothing wrong with it. Yeah, as I say, nothing wrong with it. Uh, but I, I kind of keep it in the truth. Um, the there was not a lot of organic, savory protein snacks okay. that were plant based. I I wanted to be in the legume area, like peas and beans, and so there just wasn't. There wasn't a lot. Um, uh, but again, I, I wasn't like. I, there's nothing, I got to do it. It was just that, that was the theme to get going. Um, and I recognize that there, you know, that there would only be a couple of us playing there potentially at the start. Of course, once you get something going, everybody's going to copy and this, that, and the other. that's fine. That's, that's the lay of the land. Right. But that really is how it started. Um, and uh, I think that that's a great way with any business. You can be in tech and be doing that. You're solving a problem that there does need to be, a, you know, an origin there uh, and then have a passion behind it. Why? And because I'm into balanced nutrition, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and most of my meals and snacks, I knew I had it. I had the recipe, no pun intended, to create a brand, a health and wellness platform that was sitting on that. What it looked like five years later, which is now, I, I wasn't quite sure, but I feel super excited about where we're at right now because it's, again, goes back to the origin and we're gonna just keep going down this road here so long we stick to exactly what, 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 what the intent was. And just talking about even uh, jumping into a little bit with like nutrition, balanced nutrition. Uh, I mean, you're uh, much more of an expert than I am, but for me, like I can tell you, um, I'm probably your target audience for this product, which I've already, you know, I've, I've purchased it before and I've, I've, I've had, I've had it very good, as I mentioned, but for me, I track all my macros. I use my, right. So, and I'm not saying that's your only target audience, but I'm probably part of it because I track it. So when I eat your product, when I eat the chips, I, I scan it and boom, it's fill, it fills it in. I said, okay, 
I, I used 10%. I, I, I included 10 grams of protein in there, a certain amount of carbs and then fats. So you're probably hitting a lot of that market too, because macros are so important. So even just talk to the audience about what is a balanced nutrition? Because I think there's so much, I mean, listen, man, you know, this. there's so much crap out there. You're probably, you could probably talk about this for hours. There's so much false stuff out there. People are, it's just, anyways, but I'll let you answer that question. <laughs> Wherever there's a lot of money, there's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it, it really, it's, it's that simple, right? A anybody can sell you anything so long there's enough money behind it. And that's always been, and will always be a problem. Now, what can I do about it? I don't, I don't worry about that. I only worry about something that I can help do for others. Cause that's what this is about. It's a platform to help others. I'm a believer in balanced nutrition, whereas fats, proteins, carbohydrates, because our body needs that. Second to that is the simple understanding of what do foods do for us? And behind that is having a healthy relationship with those foods. When you fundamentally understand what the foods do for us, proteins, fats, carbohydrates, you don't need to auto-correct yourself as far as quote-unquote diets sometime down the line, right? right. The, the keto or the low-carb craze and all that, I won't necessarily talk on it. I'll just say it's not necessary when you fundamentally understand what foods do for us and when you have a healthy relationship with them. So um, no, I'm not a fan of diets. I'm not a fan of the craze. I'm not a fan of money supporting these types of platforms and such, um, but I get it. And I'm respectful of everyone's choice because that is their own. All I can do is continue to talk about why foods with proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and understanding what they do for us is so important for long-term, healthy, sustainable eating habits. I love it, man. I love it. And I can tell you this, that since I've been doing my macros, first of all, it keeps me accountable. I have some accountability, so I'm able to track it. I know I get some, I get a lot of crap from my friends. They're like, oh, but how do you do that? I'm like, what time do you wait? You wake up every morning at a certain time. They're like, yeah, six. I'm like, okay, why do you do that? Well, I have to. Okay, you have to. Do you have some sort of discipline with it? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with me doing this. I've lost 20-something pounds doing it since, since COVID. I've done it many times in the past before, and then I stopped, and then I did it again, and I love it. And when I can track it, I know what's, what I'm putting in my body, I feel better. I, I naturally I have more energy, man. Like I feel good. It's like a natural high because <laughs> I'm putting the right food and, and you can have snacks. Like if I have enough calories, I can have a little ice cream sandwich. Why not? Cause I'm left with those, with, with those calories and those, you know what I mean? There's so much false stuff out there, but anyways. I, yeah. I, I say it all the time. You can have a slice of pizza. Just yeah. don't have the whole pizza. You can have a burger. Just don't eat a burger and fries. You can have ice cream. Just don't eat the whole pint. It, once you have a healthy relationship with food, it becomes a lifestyle. And you talked about feeling good. What a lot of people don't recognize is we aren't just talking about physically, we're talking about mentally. And as somebody who's dealt with mental health issues um, my whole life, 
it's also a big piece of it. I just don't talk about it specifically all the time. I talk openly about it, but there's a direct relationship with the foods we put in our body and how we feel mentally. And that is so important, especially in a day and age where we are constantly reading about bullshit, mm. fake bullshit, which by the way, everybody could understand is 1% of the reality of what's really going on out there. All the relations and, 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 and situations going on, they feed off the back of social media and media platforms that have a microphone to, 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 to spread that 1% of bullshit, right? When in reality, 99% of all of us are great, loving human beings. And so, I, you know, coming back to it, food is such an integral part about the mental piece. Physically, yeah, we all want a six pack, right? It's great. But, but, but mentally, it is so, so important. Mm. I'm so glad I'm having you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I seriously, I, I, uh, I, I really mean that. I think, you know, I, I want people to uh, to get honest feedback and, and know really what's going on out there. Uh, and I know you mentioned mental health and even though the show is not about that, but you know what, it's all part of it. We're all going through something mentally with our business, if, whether we're working under somebody or not, or doing our own thing. Um, it's really tough out there sometimes, you know? Um, and I think we have to be real. Uh, I think when you see on social media marketing, you know, this, you have, a, you have, you have a good community, good, good following. Um, it's uh, you get a lot of people who are fake um, and you're not seeing honest, re honest, raw insight and, and even stories about who they are and what they're doing and all this. And a lot of it is just not, I, I discovered a lot when I went on to the app clubhouse I, for the, for the app. I mean, there's some positives and I'm not talking about the, there's good, good things with the app. I'm not discounting it, but just the people that have been on it, it just shows there's been groups there that people have been bullied people have been like, um, it's crazy. It's crazy shit, Mark. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure if you've been on it, you've probably heard it's, yeah. it just shows you it's, it's resurfaced how many fake people are out there that are saying they're multimillionaires. They've created all these successful companies. And, and it's just like, man, like where, where we keep talking about authenticity, even that word, that word is becoming fake now. Like, you know, like, what does it even mean anymore? You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there. I, I luckily I try to avoid it. And like yeah. I say, I, I try to pay attention to the, to the 99%. That's why I don't go on a clubhouse. I just got invited to do one and recently, and it was the last, it was, I hadn't been on it for a month. Um, that's for multiple other reasons. I'm not a big, I, there's a lot of talking and talking and talking. Everybody wants to talk about it. Um, you gravitate towards the energy that you're putting out, right? I just actually, that was my post this morning. Uh, my post this morning, don't be a hater, be a congratulator, right? And we used to say that back in the day, right? Back in the day, back in the day in, ho in high school. And it still holds true today. Don't be a hater, be a congratulator. And what the theme was is when you put out positive energy, supporting others, happy for others, wanting others to win, you will get that back. Mm -hmm. that's, just, that's just how it works. Yep. That's God's right. will. Right. That's right. My lady hates when I say God's will. You're right. No, 100% agree. You're like exactly God's right. <laughs> it's God's will. The same, the same as I said, read this twice, right? When you, when you don't do that 
and you're you're negative you have negative energy the same is it is the same same thing happens you're going to receive that back you may not know it it's almost um it's disguised a bit but do the former right and do it genuinely and really great things will happen it's hard for some people and the thing is i am empathetic to that a lot of us have had some tough lives. Things have happened. Um, we are emotionally um, um, off, uh, physically off, and you 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 can't just assume that somebody can turn on being happy. A lot of us can't, and so I am empathetic, and that's probably why I have a, a good group, and and I want to continue to grow that because I just want to talk openly about it. But with all that said by just starting that trend, putting out the positivity, getting behind people, wanting others to win genuinely, it's a game changer. And, so. and even, yeah, yeah, man, I, I, I can completely resonate with that. And I think it seems like that's even part of your, um, I'm not gonna say marketing strategy, no, that's not what I mean, but what I mean is it's, it's part of who you are and the way you portray yourself out there whether it's face-to-face -face or out on, on LinkedIn or social media, people can resonate with it. They feel it. They feel the energy and the emotion behind it. And they can, um, they, they kind of feel like this, this trust with you. And that establishes your credibility, your authority in the market. And therefore that probably does grow your brand. And, and that's what I was going to ask you as well. Talk a little bit about that, Marcus, with you and trying to grow, you know, the I1 organic brand, how are you, uh, what kind of things are you doing to market that brand and, and trying to increase sales and increase leads and things like that? I, I mean, are, are you, is it a lot of referrals? You're just putting it out there on, on Amazon and all these different places. I know it's not that I'm just giving you an example, but what, what are kind of the main things that you're, you're doing? I'll, I'll start with, I one is I'm winning on nutrition, right? The word winning. Right. And plenty of people originally were like, that's not going to work. I mean, I still remember some of these conversations I've had with, and these are people I, I, I love, right? It's not going to work. And I'm like, I, I'm, I believe it will work. I remember saying, I believe it will. Nobody's going to get it at first. They're like, I don't even know how do you pronounce it? Ah, oh, it's not going to, I'm like, the acronym is going to work, but it's going to be later. I'm going to have to believe in this. It'll be later. Now, this five years later, I have people like I'm winning on you. I get it. Oh my, oh, now I get it. And then constantly using the word winning winning. And that's what I kept saying. This is a feel good brand because there is nothing greater in life, nothing greater in life than the feeling of winning. This is outside of, of course, having kids. And all that like don't do one singular area right winning on nutrition is this health and wellness platform we're building for food but the reality is we want to win everywhere with family with friends with social media at work just physically mentally winning right getting our fitness on you know like yeah. we want to be winning yeah so that's to the core of it. And as far as marketing and, and how it transcends, it's working. It is now working, but it took a long time and I had to have faith in it. And I truly believe it will compound 
like interest, you know, like, ah, now people are getting, oh, wait five more years. People can't think that far when they're building a brand. I'm thinking 25 years from now, what does I'm winning on nutrition look like? Looks like a friggin' monster. So now back to, back to the, 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 the thing about leads. I do get, uh, there's a lot of buzz and we're very blessed at this point. We've got a lot of cool things happening and there's a lot of momentum and it does uh, result in being able to get meetings and just being able to be heard. We don't, you don't get things automatically. We still to this day are fighting for a couple partnerships that we really, 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 really want. Yeah. Um, but we know that it's, it's going to take time. And, and are you guys focusing on, you know, a lot of like digital marketing uh, and, and social media or just everything, a full multi-channel approach trying to hit different, just different avenues? Yes. Short answer is yes. We, we, we love brick and mortar partnership approach. Um, we still are bullish on, on brick and mortar and retail. I, I am, I like physical retail. I like where it's, where, where it's going to go so long. Retailers can stay innovative and, and keep the, the customer, the consumer as priority number one, right? Have a, have a really great uh, uh, um, feel good moment when they touch the store. Uh, and then direct to consumer is, is a big piece of our business that we're continuing to grow. Again, it's all about experience. Same way experiences in direct to consumer, you can do have a great experience at retail. Nice. Awesome. And, you know, when we talk about, Mark, when we talk about entrepreneurship, like I'm sure you get, you've had this question before, but what in your experience, what has, what has really worked for you in terms of succeeding as an entrepreneur? Like what advice would you give to someone else trying to make it in whatever industry, whatever product or service they're trying to sell or market, what would you give them that's worked for you at least that you know is something that's that's been proven? You know, I think you I think you have to take losses. I don't know very many you know founders that didn't lose, and but a lot of them just don't talk about it. I don't I talk about it out of the you know eight or nine things that I've done. I've had successes with three of them, four of them, right? And the others, I got run over. I got run over even some of the wins, but like you get run over and you you have to take a step back and go, all right, well, that didn't work. And I think those are the most valuable lessons you're ever, ever going to have. Unless you're that founder who had, had one at bat and you hit a home run. I, much love to them. It's freaking amazing. Um, and then there's just the anomalies. Sometimes founders have access to capital that many of us don't. And they just like have an open checkbook to just continue to get their, you know, th those ones are to me, I don't, those aren't ones to focus on. They're not, they're not the reality to the other 99% of us who really is having to build, 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 and then look to raise money and, you know, all that hard, hard nosed stuff. Um, but again, going back to it, I think taking losses and, and learning the hard way is, is the most valuable asset. Yeah, I agree. And do you think that with uh, the whole VC thing and angel investors and all that, do you think that's something you guys would ever want? Did you, would you, were you ever approached by people that wanted to invest? Uh, I currently, I would say that we're trying to avoid it if possible. Um, private equity and our venture money is a different business. Uh, we've been lucky enough that like on our cap table, I know every person, you know, um, and 
I'm just lucky. We're blessed to be able to have people who have said, I believe in you. I believe in this uh, to get us this far. The next phase of our business, we are going to need a, a, you know, a good tranche of, of financing. Uh, if I can do it from personal, you know, personal individuals again, I would love to. Um, and uh, so I'll leave the answer at that. Cool. Cool. And, you know, I know, Mark, you mentioned some of the challenges and struggles, and I, I love talking about this because this is this is something I think needs to be talked about. But when it comes to some of the challenges that you've been through, the struggles that you've been through, um, just throughout your story, throughout your journey, what were some of the the real toughest moments that you had in, in just growing this this company over the last years? What were some of the, the real toughest ones and, and how did you really overcome them? Well, just having not having a lot of money. I mean, really being tight all the time. It's stressful. I um, mean, again, I'm open about it. Like I, I, I have this I have this online diary. It's funny for someone like me, I, I'm not really into this stuff, but I started it like eight years ago. It's online. So it, it prompts you at night. It says, hi, this is, please leave your notes or whatever it is. So you reply back like an email and I've done it it's because I'm super neurotic, by the way. So when I start something, I, I can't stop. Um, every night at 7 p.m., I write one or two sentences from the day. Man, there's a book in there for sure. I don't know if it's a if it's a, a sci-fi, a, a, a comedy, or 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 a horror film. I don't know what it is, but I will say there's a lot of down days, but I keep them. You know, they're mine, right? I got to come out on fire every day, and I do. I I enjoy this, but that's because I I love it, and that's why I always say you better have a why that's gigantic. Cause this shit is hard. And so um, that's what gets me through is I, I believe in this. Now going back, it's very, very difficult when you don't have a million dollars in the bank. Um, on the flip side, you don't really want a million dollars in the bank cause you make really dumb decisions. So in, in short, constantly being strained and stressed and inventory runs aren't as big as we'd like them to be and all that. It makes for it makes for a very very um, stressful situation often, uh, but I, I have faith and I believe we'll we'll continue to get there and potentially get to that point where we have a little bit of uh, of stress stress to relieve once once big financing comes in. Amen to that, bro. You know, I uh, I can't imagine. Uh, I can't even count how many times I thought we were going to go out of business, my tech company too. So it's 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 hard. People don't realize it. Everyone, I have friends and even people online that say they have an idea, they want to start a business. And, and I said, well, what's your goal for the next year? I want to make a million dollars. Okay. Is that really what you believe? Yes, I believe it. Okay. You, you realize it's going to take a lot to get there, right? You have to sacrifice a lot. You have to, you know, work these hours. You got to, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. And, and realistically, not, not to, not to say that they can't, I mean, there's many companies that have, but, but they have to understand. I think it's important to set the expectation in your mind, how that have that self-awareness that it's going to be very, very, very difficult, very difficult to get there and difficult. It's, it's subjective. We all have our own difficulties. We all have our own demons. We have our own struggles, everything, but it's going to be a hard road. You have to really believe in it and do everything you can to make it work. Um, and I think you have to have the right motives and intentions behind what you're doing as well. I think is very, very important. 
we chose this, right? I, it's something that I've, I've said, you know, many times, like I, I just as off, offhanded comments, like we chose to do this. This is something I chose to do, or it chose me, some would say. For all of these years, I can't imagine not doing it. Not whether it's this, I hope this is it for me. I hope I can do this forever. They go, well, what if you're acquired? I don't know. I don't even think about stuff. Like, I don't care. I love what I'm doing right now. I like why we're doing it. And I believe we can help a lot of people. That's it. Now, could I be making more money? Yeah, I could, I could be making for what my pay raise. I could be making, I'm just, I, I'm just saying, just being uh, fair. I, 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 I believe you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, I could go, I could go be head of sales at any, any, I, I could go in tech, whatever, be making four times, right? To have stock options, the works, healthcare. Right. I could email in. I'm not coming in today. You know, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, people. If any, if that's, you know, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm being making light of it. But you get what I mean, right? I know what you're saying. So I, there is no complaint. I, this is what I do. And do I, do I want to, you know, do I want to hit a home run? Do I want this to be a success in, in that way? Sure. Yes, of course. Right. Don't we all right. Um, but I don't think about that each day. And if you do, you're going to stress yourself out. Uh, the things I think about to give you context is, are my kids healthy? Are they happy? Uh, am I happy? Am I healthy, right? Can I, if I am, can I provide? Those are the things that are of value. Um, gratitude, and, I think gratitude. Yeah, you know, so yeah, so, so I could go on for, for, that's a whole other thing, but yeah, you get it. No, I get it, no, I get it. Yeah, that's it's important to understand what's, what's really valuable to you and, and what's important to you and to your family, you know, because this is, you know, it is what you do. Uh, you know, is it who you are completely? No, you have other, I mean, you have your family, you have yourself, you have your faith, you have all these other things that make you who you are, right? Cause something, anything could happen to your company. You, you never know, right? It's never promised tomorrow. Um, uh, for, for, forget the company. Anything can happen to me. To me, yeah, to us, correct. To you. That's right. To that person. There's a person pulling in their thing. That, that tomorrow, you know, my, my, it's, it's, it's perspective. Right. And I want to be able to go out. I, you know, we've probably thought about this. Maybe you have. When I go out, when God comes down and says, that's it, bro. That's it. I don't know if, if he or she is going to say that, but you know then I want to be able to say, I tried, you know, I did things that I wanted to do because they made me feel good. I couldn't go do the thing I described, which is go be ahead of sales because I would probably be miserable, right? I would be, you know, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And yeah. so you make your own choices in life and it, it's on you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's 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 great. I I completely resonate with that, hundred percent. But so 
Mark, you know, just one of the last questions here I have for you is uh, I, I always have this for every, every uh, person that's on the show. When it comes to storytelling, your story, right? How would you define your story in one word? So that could be your, you know, your, it can be your story of your life, your, your business or personal, whatever I'll let you choose. But uh, how would you define your story in just one word? Passion. And I can sense it. I can feel it. <laughs> we can talk about any subject. And usually if it's the, you know, three or four core things, you're going to get some fire out of me um, because I really do. I really do have passion for them. And I can tell, I can tell that you really want to make an impact on others for you. It's not about the money. And of course you want to be financially stable. You want to take care of your family. You want to provide, you want to take care of your people. Uh, but you know, for you, it's, it's more about the impact that you want to make on others. That that's how I am as well. So, uh, no, that, that I love it, man. I love it. Everything you said, I love it. And, uh, I really appreciate it, Mark. Thank you so much for just all your insight and your honesty and just your, your passion, everything, man. I really appreciate you. Um, so where can, uh, where can everyone find you? I went organics.com. Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's that. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Again, I really appreciate being on the podcast and sharing your story with us. And uh, I'm very thankful. Uh, and I look forward to continue to, to connect and build our relationship. And uh, thanks again, everyone for listening. And this is your host, Michael Giorgio on Tales from the Pros. And until next time. Thanks, guys. Please subscribe to our YouTube page and also follow our social media. Uh, there are links somewhere around here, but uh, we really appreciate it guys. Thanks for all the support and I'm going to be giving you awesome content continuously and we look forward to seeing you soon.